The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM Network. We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours, says Psalms 128.2. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Bridge FM network of radio stations, as well as broadcast live on TandemRadio.com. And uh, just excited to welcome not only our local, but our regional and national audience as well, and in some cases, even our international audience. It's great to receive those emails from across the world and across the country. Uh, Keep sending them. Uh, We love to hear from you, and we uh, do our best to focus our efforts uh, on the business questions that you may have. The good news on business is what we call our show, and uh, today, as we do every week, we bring in a guest from a different area of business with a different area of business expertise, and uh, we pull it together and uh, find out what God has to say about that area and focus you on God's Word to help your business. And our goal is to help you to walk in integrity every day. Uh, we believe that the Christian walk is a 24-7 walk, and uh, just because you go to church on Sunday doesn't mean you flip the switch on Monday and start in business mode. I know before I knew the Lord, uh, I used to take that tact, and uh, it just doesn't work. So we want to help you understand that uh, the Bible has many business answers into it, in it, and God wants to guide all aspects of your life, not just the things that you do on the weekend. So welcome. We're excited to have you. Our title for our show today is Your Business and Public Relations, and we have uh, public relations expert Ann T. Willetts with us today, who is president and CEO of Utopia Communications, as well as past chair and currently sits on the board of the Public Relations Society of America here in New Jersey. And uh, we're going to introduce her in a minute, but before we get there, we want to talk about our scriptures of the day. Every week, God gives me scriptures to talk about on the show, and sometimes they tie right into what we're talking about, and sometimes I can't figure out where God's leading us, but you know what? This is a uh, spirit-filled show and spirit-led show, and it always seems to come together uh, in His plan. So we have three scriptures for you today that came to mind. 1 Kings is the first one. 1 Kings 10.1. When the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Proverbs 16.13 reads, Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They welcome the one who speaks what is right. And lastly, the third scripture for today, 1 Peter 
14, 11, 15. When the crowd saw that Paul, what Paul had done, they shouted in the Laodicean language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas, they called Zeus and Paul. They called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of this, they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd shouting, friends, why are you doing this? We too are only human like you. We are bringing you good news, telling you to turn from those worthless things to the living God. So much to talk about today. And again, I'm just... uh, appreciative that God sent us a great guest today that I know you're going to enjoy. And we're going to speak about a topic, your business and public relations. And we're even going to take that into business ethics, which uh, are two words we don't see together enough in the same sentence, you know. And uh, someone to help us do that is not only uh, a believer in the Lord, but also, as I mentioned, the president and CEO of Utopia Communications. Anne Willetts. Anne, welcome. We're excited to have you this morning. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Well, you can you show it, that's for sure. Well, thanks for being here, and we have so much to cover, so I want to get right into some of the things. Uh, before we dive right in, Anne, why don't you take a minute and tell our audience a little bit about your background and about yourself? Sure. Um, I started Utopia Communications six years ago, and it was the outgrowth of a master's project that I was working on where I wanted to tie ethics into return on investment for a business. Mm. I had a professor who said to me, you know, public relations practitioners are known as spin doctors. They're known as flax. (laughs) And it's very difficult to be ethical in this business. And I argued it. And Mm. I said, I don't believe that. I believe you can be ethical and you can be successful. And he said, go ahead and prove it in your master's capstone. There you go. And as an outgrowth of the research that I was doing and my own personal beliefs, I founded Utopia. Mm. That was six years ago. Um, We were rated by the Stevie Awards as a finalist for PR Agency of the Year. Mm. Uh, We've won over 40 national awards. Wow. And we have done it by being an ethical company. So I saw the professor recently when I presented my my capstone and got my degree. And I said, see, told you it could be done. (laughs) And I'm sure he was pleasantly surprised. Yes, he was. (laughs) Well, let's go back before that a little bit. How did you get into the whole industry in general? Obviously, you know, ethics is a focus of yours. We're Mm -hmm. going to talk about you're an ethics trainer. I know that's a unique thing. Um, But uh, prior to that, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Sure. I was always fascinated by business. Mm -hmm. And when I went into college, um, someone said, you should go into PR because you're a people person. Okay. And really didn't know that much about it at the time. But I grew up in a big Irish neighborhood. <laughs> I knew I was good at telling stories. There you go. Um, and I, the, the combination of liking to tell stories and loving business, I got into the business of telling other people's stories. And it has been a great journey. It's been a lot of fun. And so that's pretty much how we started. All right. So right out of college, came right into PR and have mm-hmm. been in ever since. And obviously, I, I think you even mentioned to me before, you owned your own business, then you went into the public sector and worked mm-hmm. corporate, so you know both sides of the fence, and then you went back into your own business, right? Yes. Great. All right, good. So Utopia is this company that does what? What's your main focus at Utopia? Public relations consulting services for a variety of businesses in many vertical industries. We do work with government agencies, nonprofits, consumer product companies, healthcare companies, really across the board. And our focus for each and every one of them is the ability to help them tell their story to a wider audience, whether it's their employees, the general public, their shareholders, government agencies, whoever they need to communicate to, we help them do it. And what makes Utopia unique? I mean, obviously there's 
Every company has its own little nature, some kind of center core, something that you really focus on. What is that for Utopia? Really for us, it's it's ethics. Okay. We try to operate with the highest of integrity and similar to the, the second uh, Bible quote that, that you shared at the opening of the show, mm-hmm. one of the things we tell our clients is that we will represent them with integrity, but we will only tell the truth. Mm. So very often you'll have a company that wants to talk about a product or a service and they want to gild a lily a bit. Mm. And we really are very strong in advising them how to, t- how to tell the best story about their product, but to do it truthfully and with integrity. Mm. Because in the end, a consumer will know if that product is good or not. Right. And it will hurt you in the long run if you're not truthful. That's right. But it will build your brand long term if you are. Mm. And so we're not afraid really to push back on clients and to let them know what we really think. And we expect them to do the same with us. So I think that gives us a little bit of difference in the business world because I think right now there's so many people that are, are yes people. Mm. And we're not. Well, that's so important. You know, I, I whenever I do sales training, I try to impress upon people to under-promise and over-deliver, you know. I mean, too much of that went on in previous decades where people are over-promising and under-delivering, obviously, and it still happens, right? Oh, we live in a world of spin. Mm. L- look what's happened. We have so much more communication, so much more access to communication, so many more vehicles to communicate with. There are now citizen journalists. There are bloggers. Um, we have everybody on Facebook promoting products and services, on Twitter. There are so many vehicles now and so many voices. Mm. Which ones are you going to hear? Right. The ones that w- with more credibility are going to be the ones that resonate. That's my belief. Mm. Yeah, and not only which ones you're going to hear, which ones you're going to believe, right? It's it's funny because you do, you know, I, one of my nephews just came back from Afghanistan, his second tour there, and he is just floored by the way media here, the way people here perceive what's going on there and what's really going on. And he tells mm-hmm. me some stories sometimes. It just, you know, it's it's just such a, and I've seen it firsthand. You know, I've had quotes in the paper for me where I was misquoted and things oh, like that. But it's amazing how much uh, that still goes on. And you think with all this checks and balances and all this technology where you can really, um, you know, double check what someone's saying and really know whether it's true or not. If you really research it, people are taking so many things at face value still. It's incredible. Well, like you said, if you research it, most people don't go the extra mile to Mm -hmm. do their homework. That's so true. And it's dangerous. It is. It is. Now, I know your experience goes way beyond your own business. We're going to come back to your business specifically. But you're a member of the PRSA. And what? tell us a little about that organization. Sure. The Public Relations Society of America is a professional association of public relations practitioners throughout North America. And I believe there's about 30,000 members, if, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And I have been involved with them, oh gosh, for almost 30 years now. Oh, really? And, oh, they're a great organization. And, so and you started in kindergarten? Exactly, because <laughs> it's hard to believe, you know, right. I'm only 29. <laughs> um, but they are a great organization, and they have done a lot to promote ethics within the public relations industry and within business in general. Right. Now, I always try to encourage business owners getting involved in not only community organizations, but organizations within your industry. And, and you seem to be very involved now. You're on the board, correct? And you were past yes, chair. Uh, here in New Jersey, that. and I'm also the past chair of the Counselors Academy, which is a group of agency owners throughout North America. Mm. And I, um, I'm chair emeritus. Of, of that organization as well, and then also at the state level right. uh, here in New Jersey. 
So again, you know, business owners, I can't again encourage you if you're not already involved in uh, trade organizations, it can help fine tune you. Uh, they can certainly you can glean great information from other professionals within your industry, and and it's so important to reach out and go beyond yourself, as we've talked about. Not only in community service, obviously, which all I think most business owners are typically givers, and so they typically go out and get involved, but also can help you greatly in um, in these trade organizations as well. So uh, the PRSA has worked out pretty well for you and helped your business. Absolutely. Just from what I've learned from my colleagues across the country. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it's really what you put into it that you will get out of it. If you are very transparent in these organizations right. and you ask for help from others that are doing what you're doing, you can learn so much from them. Mm. Um, I think that the the key is to put your ego aside right. and say, this is what I need help with. And people are amazingly forthcoming in helping you. And uh, you, you have to be a lifetime learner. That's in this right. business. If you look even at what's happened in the economy, I have so many friends in their 50s and 60s who've lost their jobs and they come to me and say, how do I get back in the game? Well, they didn't stay in the game to begin with. Right. You know, <laughs> they stopped their professional development. You can never stop. That's right. Well, we're here today with uh, Ann Willetts and uh, she's the president and CEO of Utopia Communications. We're going to be talking about your business and public relations. And uh, the interesting thing that I found about Ann is she has a uh, focus on business ethics, which we're going to talk about in detail further on into the show. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin. Again, we're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you the good news on business. And again, our goal is to help you see where God's word can interact in your business and hopefully you, you'll seek God's wisdom and will in your daily business decisions as well as your life uh, on a regular basis. And uh, you'll see how uh, God really wants us each to prosper in our own way and, and use our gifts to glorify him in so many different ways. So you're tuned to the Bridge FM network. We're on uh, all the Bridge FM radio stations. And also you can hear us live at tandemradio.com, where is just a wealth of information there. You'll get a link to Ann's website there. You'll also get uh, be able to see archived shows and uh, previous resources. And contacts there, people who are sponsors, like you're going to hear from in a second, who are good Christian business owners that can help you in so many different ways. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry, starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. See, SAV Systems can help you look and sound no, better. Mostly is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your this sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. <laughs> 
They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. See SAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, and excited to have our guest this morning, Ann T. Willetts, who's the president and CEO of Utopia Communications, as well as past chair and currently sits on the board of the Public Relations Society of America and a wealth of knowledge in the PR industry. And we're talking about uh, uh, public relations in your business and ethics in business. And uh, with that, let me uh, reiterate the scriptures for today. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon. Solomon with hard questions. That's 1 Kings 10.1. And I think one of the reasons why this scripture jumps out at me is uh, how the Queen of Sheba heard about Solomon. And one of the things that we're going to talk about later is how people hear about your company and how they perceive it and public relations in general. So we're going to get back to that. But Proverbs 16.13, kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. And we're going to speak to that scripture right now as we talk about business ethics, a favorite topic of mine, to be honest with you. As a matter of fact, uh, for several years, I was a uh, coach for DECA, which is a, uh, a, co- a high school level organization that helps young students learn about marketing and sales and uh, business in general. And what we do is uh, we they actually run competitions where thousands of students come together and they're actually uh, grilled with, um, uh, they get an opportunity to present for about 10 minutes in front of a judge like myself or someone else. And uh, they're given a business um, question or scenario that they have to solve or resolve in that short period of time. And my topic that I covered was business law and ethics. And I always loved to talk about business ethics, so I'm glad that you're here with us, Ann, because now I can learn from a true expert. But, uh, Ann, your your practice obviously has been in public relations, but you had this flair for ethics, and mm-hmm. I read in your um, bio that you are a ethics trainer, which is kind of a unique position, correct? Yes. Specifically, Tell us what that is. I am an ethics trainer specifically for the public relations industry. Okay. Um, I am endorsed by uh, Trust Incorporated, uh, which was founded by... Uh, Dr. Carol Orsborn and Judith Rogala. And I teach around the country, either at universities or public relations society chapters throughout mm-hmm. the country or at agencies and corporations about ethical decision making in the communications field. Okay. And it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we, we hear so much about business ethics, and, of course, we've had so many examples of lack thereof, you know, and, and of course, things like Enron come to mind or mm-hmm. Madoff or mm-hmm. so many others. I don't know why somebody would give their money to somebody named Madoff, but uh, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, so, so you've seen and experienced a lot of this stuff firsthand. So tell us about your, your little bit of your journey in the ethics uh, realm. Sure. Um, We had discussed earlier, you know, the work that I did towards my master's capstone, but I had also had a situation where I had had my own agency um, and sold it Mm -hmm. and went to work for a larger agency and was asked to do something that I knew was borderline, not only unethical, but borderline illegal. Mm -hmm. And I I raised my hand and said, "I, I want no part of this. And that was on a Friday. 
And on Monday, I got my walking papers. And wow. it was the first time in my life that I had ever been fired. <sighs> and that happened right around the time I was doing the work at Syracuse University for my paper. And I, I decided to start a company where ethics was at the forefront of it. But mm-hmm. as I went down that road, um, Dr. Carol Orsborn, who's a PhD, who did a lot of work in ethics training and, eth- and ethical leadership, okay. came to me and said, you know, I helped to develop this workshop um, and I really think you're the right person to bring it to the industry and to teach it mm. because you're so passionate about it. And so I started working with a great law firm called Davis and Gilbert in, in New York. They're one of the leading communications law firms in the country on the compliance end of it oh, interesting. and learning the law about it. And then a wonderful uh, firm called Ketchum Public Relations, which is one of the largest in the world, who their uh, CEO, uh, Mr. Kotcher, really makes all his employees take ethics training. Really? And he's one of the first in the business that did that Mm. and takes it very seriously and makes them do it every year. And so I looked at what they were doing. I worked with Davis and Gilbert. I worked with Carol. And we came up with this wonderful workshop because one of the things that Carol learned through her research of 1,500 public relations professionals around the world was that less than 10% ever received any training on ethical decision-making. Really? Um, We learn how to write. We learn how to speak. We learn how to deal with the media. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that's really taught in journalism school, communication schools, in marketing programs. And so we found that there was this big hole there Mm -hmm. and, and how to bridge it. Because public relations people are charged with taking messages from organizations, government agencies, and corporations to the public. Right. We're the conduit. If, if we're not doing it the right way, um, you know, it, it flows. You, know, right. you, you get a story on, on the AP wire and the New York Times, and it's incorrect, mm-hmm. and you've put out the wrong information. It can impact so many lives and businesses that you really need to think right, in this right. business, and you, and you need to think the right way. So... Uh, started the training about two years ago and started taking it on the road. And it's been a wonderful journey because I've learned that most people in business want to be ethical. Right. They really do. And most people consider themselves ethical. Most of the mistakes we make now, I have found through my consulting, is because people are moving so fast in business now. We're moving much faster than we ever did before. Mm. And we're not taking time to stop and think through our decisions Someone comes to you at 4.50 in the afternoon and says, I want this out now. Right. Well, maybe there's a mistake in it, a serious mistake. Mm -hmm. But you feel under the gun to get it out. And you're too afraid to raise your hand and say something about it. And so it goes out. Right. And there are ramifications and consequences to that. Whereas if we just, number one, have the courage to stop and speak up, if we think through the dilemma carefully, if we reach out to others to get their opinion... Um, that can really help us lead us to a more ethical decision, which most people want to make anyway. Right. People, people really don't make these mistakes because they want to, mm-hmm. because they're under the gun. Well, do you find that, you know, or I'm sure you find it, but ethics, you know, is there an issue that you're seeing out there with relative ethics? I mean, some people, you mentioned before, some people think they're ethical. And in, case, uh-huh. and in many cases, they're not. I found that, unfortunately, 
and I think, and I could be way off on this, but I think like maybe 60, 70 years ago, we didn't have these issues with ethics because ethics were so highly valued in the home and taught. I mean, they still had prayer in school. They still had kids learning the Bible in school and they, they had a foundation for ethics. They had something to ground in. And obviously scripturally, that's your foothold. But in you know the last 50 years, let's say, those ethics that people used to learn at home and people used to even learn in school are no longer taught there. So now they go into the, the adult world and all of a sudden, you know, if they spun it as a kid, they can spin it as an adult and it seems to work for them. So have you seen a, a lot of issue with relative ethics where people are saying, well, yeah, that's ethical to me. And somebody else says, no, that's not ethical to me. I, I think where I have seen it most is when someone says, well, I wouldn't do that at home. <laughs> yeah. But business is different. Right. It seems to be that we have an attitude where we can take the gloves off when it comes to business, mm. that all is fair in business, where we can be one way in our personal life and we can be another way in our business life. Right. And we're okay with that. Mm. Um, one of the things I'm seeing, though, that gives me hope is that more and more colleges and universities are starting ethics programs. And a lot of it is being driven by adjunct professors and business leaders in communities consulting with the colleges and universities and saying this needs to be brought back into the classroom, especially at, at the uh, higher levels of learning. And I, I, that gives me hope mm. that the need is people are starting to realize there is a need now. It's funny you mention that because we're working now with Campus Crusade for Christ, and they have a, uh, a jerseylife.org uh, website and group that's uh, forming here in New Jersey, and they actually have an event next Saturday. And I know one of the things on their agenda is workplace ethics and uh, uh, equipping college students with what they don't learn in college uh, on the ethics side. And uh, if you uh, have a college student or if you're a college student out there listening, uh, I'll throw this out there to you, jerseylife.org. Have to check this out. Out because they have a great seminar next Saturday evening, the 17th, and a great opportunity. As a matter of fact, Cooper Ford's in the studio with us today. He's been on the air with us before, and he'll be there to personally welcome you uh, when you go. But seriously, if you're a college student or have a college student, uh, you know ethics is of concern, and it does have to be taught. It's not something that people just come across. So if you've given your kids a great biblical foundation, that's great. They can get reinforced at this jerseylife.org. If you haven't, or or if you feel they've slipped away from it, this is a great opportunity next Saturday to plug into that, and we'll mention that again later. So, so you have this world of issues with ethics, and, and you come along and you write this uh, uh, document for your uh, master's, right? And uh, it's based on ethics in a place that isn't known for ethics. And um, you got some pushback, obviously, right? You got the mm-hmm. first experience. How are you dealing with that now? How are you dealing with the, the, the client? And I know we're coming up on a break in mm-hmm. about a minute and a half, but how do you deal with the client that comes to you that has a questionable issue and wants to push you through it? How do you mm-hmm. push back on that? We push back pretty forcefully, but we also set the stage when we get a client. Mm. Clients come to us knowing that this is how we think. Right. We make it real clear. Mm. This is how we do business, take it or leave it. And so the clients that we have tend to have the same mindset we do. And that allows us to push back. So I think part of it is in setting the stage in any relationship, in any business relationship. People will not ask you to go down a road. They know you won't, you won't go down. 
You know, it's funny you mention that because I just wrote one of the columns I wrote that's coming out. I think it's next month or the month after. It's all about relationship building. And, and it is so important. I want to just key on what you said, setting the stage. Business owners, you're out there listening right now. If you're involved in business in any managerial consider, uh, capacity, you need to really set the stage of your relationship right at the outset. And believe me, I'm not a fan of a Bible thumper. I don't walk into a meeting and go, hey, everybody, I'm a Christian, you know. Um, that might do more, more harm than good. But, but really, um, but you need to to set your ethical stage and need to let people know where you stand and what you believe in so that way they understand. And, and what that means is build that relationship first and then get into the concept of your business and what you're doing and then later on get into your product. But that's a whole nother topic. I call it RCP. But um, I'm glad you brought that up because it is so important to set that foundation so that way you don't have to deal with that pushback as often. And that's the bottom line. You listen to Tandem Radio Live and uh, we're excited about being having Ann Willetts here today who's the president and CEO of Utopia Communications and uh, also a board member at the Public Relations Society of America. She has so much more to share with us about public relations and your business. So business owners, uh, I'm sure she's going to have some great tips in the next half of the show. You're going to want to write them down. So make sure as long as you're not driving that you get a pen or a pad and uh, get ready to take some notes because we're going to give you some great ideas for your business and how to deal with PR. Every business has public relations going on, whether you know it or not. It's not just about uh, putting out an ad in a newspaper or a spot on the radio or anything of that nature. The PR is out there on you. What is it? Like in the case of Solomon, where they heard about him before they even got there. We'll be back right after this. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. More information at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. More on You Can Be Found at tandemradio.com. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or my website at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Does your faith make a difference in the real world? When Monday comes, how does being a Christian influence what happens at work? The best business is one that adds value to those it serves, and nothing is more valuable than saving faith through Jesus Christ. Campus Crusade for Christ, now known as Crew, is providing a way to link up with other believers in the workforce through a fresh movement known as Jersey Life, where our goal is to make Christ fully known in the workplace. For more details, visit jerseylife.org or find us on Facebook. That's jerseylife.org. Don't just live here, live here. 
Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, and our topic today is your business and public relations. And I wanted to put a subtopic in there of ethics in business as well, because we're here with uh, not only the president and CEO of Utopia Communications, Ann Letts, but she's also uh, a certified um, ethics trainer, which is very interesting, and also sits on the board of the Public Relations Society of America. Uh, Ann, as, as we, you know, we come out of the ethics conversation from the last segment, let's talk just real quick about how your faith has actually impacted your business to date. Sure. The foundation of my business really came out of my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that you can do the right thing and still do well and that you cannot separate who you are with what you do. Mm. And I had a friend when I was struggling at one point say to me, you have to take your passion and make that your business. And then your business will never be boring to you. Mm. And I realized part of my passion was my faith and my desire to help other people and, and nonprofit organizations in particular. And I steered the business in that direction. Now, we don't just do nonprofit organizations, but every right. client we represent has to meet a certain criteria for us, and one of those criteria is that it has to be a benefit to mankind, whether it's a product, service, mm, whatever it right. is, so that we can feel good about what we're doing every day. And I've also found that my faith allows me to weather some of the storms that you encounter as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know you've been an entrepreneur <laughs> sure. for your entire life, and it's a roller coaster. That's right. It's a roller coaster. And in my this, wife reminds me of that often. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, my, my kids do that every now and then. Why can't we have this? Well, it wasn't a good month. You know? right. um, but not to let fear rule you in business. Um, I've, I've really, my faith has helped me learn that. Mm. Um, because my first business, uh, when times got a little rocky, I sold it. I got very nervous. And I wasn't where I am now in my faith journey. Right. And where I am now, I, I just say to myself, you know, it's going to be fine. I need to have that confidence. And I need to understand that whatever I'm going through, there's a lesson in it. Mm. And I, I cannot allow fear to rule my decisions. And that goes for, for client relationships. If, if you have a bad customer or client relationship that is toxic to your workers, that is right. toxic to you, that you don't feel is doing a service to your business, mm-hmm. You can't let the fear of its impact on your bottom line stop you from doing the right thing. And I think that is one of the hardest things we have dealt with in my agency. Mm. We, uh, last year, had to cut a client loose that was toxic to the employees. And it was very difficult because it meant everybody took a salary cut. Mm. But my team was willing to do that um, because we kind of share a certain mindset. Um, the other the other nice thing about uh, what I've learned through my faith is if you treat people with respect and you put them first and you don't get greedy, right. your employees are extremely loyal. Mm. And I don't have, you know, not all my employees are Christian. Right. It doesn't matter to me. 
but we all share a certain mindset mm. within the business that we're in it together. And so I, I feel very blessed that I can, you know, use my faith to help carry me through many aspects of my life. My business is just one of them. Well, you know, it, it's funny because it comes to, the scripture comes to mind is equally yoked, you know, and God talks about us being equally yoked. And, and of course, Christ talks a lot about fear. And uh, uh, I heard a preaching once that fear is mentioned, uh, fear not is mentioned 365 times in the Bible, one for each day. Uh, but um, that that equally yoked application, a lot of people think of that just falling into the marriage vows and the marriage situation. But it's really important for business as well. You need to be equally yoked on both sides of the fence, not only with your employees, but also, of course, with your customers as well. And a lot of times businesses can look at customers as just dollars and cents when if they have the right relationships, it can be so much more fruitful. And business owners, you'll love to hear this, it can be so much more profitable. It's those, uh, I'm glad you mentioned those toxic customers because it's those toxic customers that not only are not really profitable for your business, but they're draining and they actually sap the life out of you and take from what you could be giving to the better client, to the client who's not toxic, who's more deserving of what you do. So business owners, choose your clients well. You know, Make sure you're getting in front of the right client. And the way you do that is the right public relations. And, uh, and your public relations organization, one of the things they should be asking, in my experience anyway, I don't mean to be speaking for you, mm-hmm. one of the first things they should be asking you is what is an ideal customer to you? And uh, if that's someone that fits a certain demographic, boy, that's where your PR company uh, can come in and really help you. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, How do we stay away from these toxic customers uh, from a PR person's uh, perspective? Obviously, you know, you're centered in Christ. Uh, you know, Your employees know that, and that's important mm-hmm. uh, so that that way... Um, and, and we had someone on recently that, that gave us some Barna statistics that, that proved that 78% of people prefer to deal with a Christian-owned business, whether they're Christians or not, which I thought that was pretty impressive, meaning the people, the customer. Mm-hmm. Whether the customer is Christian or not, they prefer to deal with a Christian-owned business, which I thought was, like you said before, people of faith. Um, they respect that. But let's talk about, from a PR perspective, how do you focus in on those customers that are not toxic? And, and uh, let's touch on that. Sure. I think... You know, just focusing in on, on the customers that you want mm-hmm. is critical. You've got to really understand who buys your product or service and what they're looking for. We always tell clients, start with some research. Mm. You know, so many business owners do a scattershot approach. Right. And and it wastes an enormous amount of time and financial resources. Mm. Um, you know what they say, 90% of your business will come from 10% of your customers. Right. <laughs> and and that's really the truth. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand what your value proposition is. You have to understand who's looking for that. And you need to target that audience directly. And, and a good marketing firm or public relations agency can help you do the right research to segment that audience and then look at the best ways to reach that audience. Now, is that part of your job, identifying, you know, going to a a, a a potential client who comes to you and says, look, I need some PR help. Is that one of the things you do for them is do that research? Absolutely. And um, where do you find that research? Is that something where you interview the employees, interview the owner? Uh, is that something you watch the culture of the company? I'm probably giving all the answers here. But from your perspective, marketing's my thing. But uh, <laughs> from your perspective, where do you get that information? You come into the average medium-sized small business. You know, they don't have statistics laying in a file somewhere. So They never have statistics laying in a file. Right. They, they really aren't even sure who some of their customers are. Mm-hmm. And there's five different opinions within the company about who they are. Right. 
So really, we can come up, come in as an objective third party, and we do all the things that you mentioned. We talk to the owners of the company. We talk to the employees. We look at their sales records. Where are the sales coming from? Mm. Sometimes we'll interview their key customers and say, what do you think of this company? What do you think their strengths and weaknesses are? Yeah. And that, wow, that's an eye-opener for certain companies. <laughs> and, and a lot of companies don't have the moxie to do that. Mm. But I, I would urge you to do that. Even if you can't afford an agency, right. if, if you're a startup, you need to be surveying your client base at least once a year, if not twice a year, to ask them, what do you think of us? When you think of this, do you think of our company? What do you think of our goods and services? What do you think of our employees and our, our, our relationship with you? Right. And look at that. We survey our clients once a year through a third party. So they can say whatever they want. Mm -hmm. We don't know where it's coming from. And it gives us a really good idea of what they're thinking of us. That, that's so important. And as a tip to business owners, you, you could have your secretary even, you know, get on the phone, give her an hour a day to sit on the phone and call prior customers and say, what did you like best about your experience with our company? And ask a powerful question. Would you use our company again? Uh, you'd be surprised um, what you learn from that. And not only what you learn from that, you stir up new business. So uh, there's a good tip for you right in that, that uh, if you don't know, if you can't right off the top of your head say who your ideal client is, that's something I think you really need to focus on. We're here today with Ann Willetts, and Ann is uh, not only involved with the PRSA, which is a public relations uh, organization, but also um, deep in her faith and in, in what she knows about Christ and, and how she interacts that with her business, but also is an ethics trainer. And uh, we've talked about ethics. We've talked about public relations. We're going to talk in the next segment about more tips on how to promote your business and how to get the word out there. Because I know there's some business owners hanging on the edge of their seat right now saying, uh, where are we? What are we doing? What do we do next with PR? And then maybe calling someone like Ann is what you need to do. I, I do want to take a minute real quick today because I don't want to ignore the fact that this is 9-11 weekend uh, and uh, there's uh, obviously flags at half mast out there today. There's so many people that have been impacted. I know I emailed some of my friends yesterday that have been impacted just praying for them and sending them scripture. Uh, I I just want to tell you, um, like the sheriff mentioned last week, if there's somebody out there that you know that was impacted by 9-11 directly, take this day or tomorrow or sometime in the next day or so and uh, reach out to that person. Uh, Take some time on your knees to pray about that person today, reach out to them and put a hug around them, whether it's by technology or by your physical presence, uh, and let them know the grace of God is there for them and comforts them. So I just want to send a quick prayer out before we hit this break out to all those impacted by 9-11 and those uh, also who are still out there vigilant, working hard and diligently to not only protect this country and our freedoms, but uh, protect the ethical and moral aspect of the world, because uh, I think that's what uh, America does best. So, Father God, please bless all of those that are out there today standing vigilant and all of those who have been impacted in any harmful way by the effects of 9-11. Lord, heal them, strengthen them, bring them comfort and peace in all that they would do, not only this day and tomorrow as they remember, but in the days ahead, Lord. Heal the lives that have been injured and damaged, Father, and uh, bring them closer to you so that they feel your everlasting comfort, love, and compassion in so many ways. So God bless all of you who are involved in the 9-11 efforts uh, today and the remembrances and tomorrow, and uh, all of you that are serving uh, this country and serving our God. Thank you 
for what you do every day. Again, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live. I'm here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Tandemradio.com is just a powerful resource for you if you haven't been there yet. If you're listening on that, great. You see right in front of you what we're talking about. If you haven't gotten to Tandemradio.com, now's a good time or later today after the show. Find out all that's there for you and your business. And if you want to send us a question, info at Tandemradio.com is a place to do it. SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, and uh, we're having a great day today. I hope you're having a great day and enjoying this beautiful weather outside. Just want to hit on the scriptures real quick because I think they tie in right to the show again today. God comes through for us. 1 Kings 10.1. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Keep in mind that uh, people are going to hear about your company in different ways, and either you're going to be in control of that or you're not. And uh, many times you have no control over it. The question is, what are they hearing? And uh, you do have some control over what they're hearing and the quality of your work and what you put out there as far as information and whether you use social media and all those things, which I know a good PR company could address for you. But as it says here in the scripture, the Queen of Sheba, who lived miles away, miles, hundreds of miles away, heard about what what was going on with Solomon and had to come see him. And hopefully your customers will hear about you and have to come see you as well. Proverbs 16, 13, kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. Now, of course, kings are kind of a terminology that's distant to us here in the U.S., but uh, think about that as customers, clients take pleasure in honest lips. They truly do. Uh, Nobody wants to be lied to. People want to hear words like integrity and commitment and 
and truth uh, in your promotions and in your words, but more importantly, in your actions. So uh, if you are that company of integrity and truth, don't hesitate to let them know that uh, because as it says here, they take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. So do what is right and your clients will appreciate you more and um, and you'll create that relationship that locks them in. And 1 Peter 14, 11, 15, this is a little long one, but uh, I think it kind of, again, hits the point why PR is so important. When the crowd saw the, what Paul had done, they shouted in Laodicean language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus whose temple was just outside the city brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. Think about this. These guys were out there saying one thing and the crowd was getting something else. So even though their intention and their message was right and strong and on, the people didn't get it. And I think that's where PR really comes in because as it goes on to say, but when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of this, they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd shouting, friends, why are you doing this? We too are only human like you. We are bringing you good news, telling you to turn from those worthless things to living to the living God. So here they were professing the right message, but the people weren't getting that message. And I want to ask Ann to speak to that for a second about companies out there that have maybe a good message and have uh, a good uh, product and service and, and good relationship skills, but they just kind of get the wrong message out there. Uh, and let's, let's talk about that for a minute. How can people um, make sure that they're getting the right message out there? Sure. I think the problem many companies experience is that they're, they're so close to their business and they have so much to say, they're not really sure how to deliver those messages mm-hmm. and in what tone and what context. And that's where professional communicators can come in and help you. Right. So I, I think part of it is reach out. There are so many great organizations in, in the U.S. that you can turn to for advice, where there are free resources to help you. If you decide to hire an agency or if you decide to go it alone, right. you can look at the Public Relations Society of America. Their website is www.prsa.org. Okay. There is a wealth of resources there. There is the International Association of Business Communicators. Mm. I think that's IABC. Dot org. Um, might have to double check me on that one. Okay. And there are a number of resources on there, how-to guides, tips. Uh, they also have agency locator services. So you can type in your zip code or your market and see what agencies and what specialties they do in your market to mm-hmm. help you out. And, you know, you can either self-educate or hire a professional to, to give you a hand with that. And again, I think uh, surveying your clients will go a long way to find out what message is out there. It's interesting sometimes to ask people, especially people you don't know who've heard your message, what they got out of it. You know, I was in a restaurant the other day and somebody introduced me to a couple and, and they said, oh, you don't have to introduce him. I, I read his column every every month in the magazine. And I said, you know, well, what do you get out of it? You know, uh, and, and you know, sometimes you want to put people on the spot and see if they're really reading it. But, but really, mm-hmm. more importantly, you want to see what they're getting at. And that's one of the reasons why I love my editor, because I send articles to him all the time. And he comes back and he goes, now, why'd you write this? And uh, we have great lengthy conversations that really help me fine tune what I'm doing. Uh, but more importantly, let me know that I'm getting the message out that I want to get out. Because so many times we misconceived, right? You asked me a great question earlier, which was also how our business differentiated itself. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing that folks need to also consider is doing a competitive analysis. Who are the three customers? I mean, not the, the three competitors you yeah. have that, that you think are doing a great job that are getting their message out there. 
look at what they're mm. doing and compare it to what you're doing right. as well and see where you fit in the mix, mm-hmm. whether it's in your vertical market, your physical market, and just take a really hard look to see where does your company stand in terms of its messaging. That's another great tip. Absolutely. And uh, again, just checking the other end to make sure that what's com- what you're putting in is coming out, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, important. so as we come to the close of the show, um, you know, I like to try to throw out some tips for our, our listeners because we have so many business owners and people who are involved in business. And obviously they tuned in today hearing uh, that uh, you were going to be on and that we we're going to talk about business uh, and uh, obviously public relations and ethics, of course, which we covered well. And what are some tips you could throw out to some of our listeners relative to their businesses uh, about public relations? Well, I think you one of the, the, the biggest things that I would say is people do business with people they trust. Mm-hmm. So be transparent, be honest in all your communications. It's absolutely critical. A reputation can be damaged in, in minutes in our 24-7 news cycle. And reputations take years to build. Right. They're torn down so fast, but they take so long to build. So guard your reputation at all costs because it's really, you know, it's interesting when people value a business, when you do a business valuation, mm-hmm. it's very hard sometimes to put a dollar amount on the reputation of that business. Right. And yet the reputation impacts the bottom line so strongly. It does. It's absolutely critical. Goodwill, as they call it, right? You're right. So, and then looking at, at your different audiences, ask yourself, what do I need, what story do I need to tell? What message do I need to communicate to drive my business? And who do I have to tell it to? Mm. Those are critical questions. Again, so you're not doing that scattershot approach. Right. And you're really targeting a strong message to the right people. It'll go farther Mm. and be a better use of your time and resources in the long term. So in the vernacular, get your story straight, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And and know what that story is. Right. And if, and if you don't, then you need to go and do some research. Right. Um, a lot of businesses have a great product or service, but they don't really research who buys it, what else it can be used for. Mm, that's interesting. And people's impressions of it relative to the competition. Right, right. And that... I've heard, I can't tell you how many times I've sat in a meeting and heard a business owner say, well, I know my business and I know my product. Well, but you don't know what your customers think about it. That's right. That's a good point. You know, you have to get out of your own ego mm. and not talk to yourselves and get some outside opinions. That's absolutely critical for a business. That's so important. And business owners, uh, I hope you take that tip to heart. It's not something meant to uh, be demeaning demeaning towards you, but we do. We get caught up in our business so much that uh, the old adage, we can't see the forest for the trees kind of applies, and and we kind of miss it. And I can't believe it. We've blown through the hour already, and I want to thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate everything that you've told us. You are very, very welcome. Thanks (laughs) for having me. No problem. We're going to have a link on our website at tandemradio.com where people can get in touch with you and find out more and ask you questions directly. Of course, if you have a question for us, info at tandemradio.com. That's I-N-F-O, info at tandemradio.com. Send us your emails. We'd love to hear from you no matter where you are, and we will answer your questions either by email or, or on the air, as a matter of fact. And uh, we want to answer your business questions and help you, especially if uh, we can point you in the direction of Scripture and give you some guidance from God. Uh, that's that's even better for us and uh, what we're all about here on the good news on business. Again, I want to remind everybody, jerseylife.org. Don't 
Don't forget to check out jerseylife.org. They have a great program coming up on Saturday, September 17th at 7 p.m. So we'll be talking about this next Saturday again, but Saturday, September 17th at 7 p.m. in East Brunswick. It's a program geared towards people who are in the workplace and are out there um, uh, already uh, out of college and working and uh, involved in uh, what's going on and, and making Christ fully known in that workplace, not only for you, but those around you. And uh, they can help you in so many different ways. So you're going to want to see that seminar, get involved, find out all the details at jerseylife.org. I know John said he's going, Jenna said she's going, and uh, so you'll see some of the Tandem Radio team there, and uh, you'll have a great time and learn a bit more about Christ and how to mature in your walk. You listen to Tandem Radio Live again here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're talking about the good news on business. And if you have a business topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show, um, please feel free, info at tandemradio.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll do our best to get it in. I want to thank our team today. Thanks, Lucas, for coming down from Rutgers today to help us out. Thank you, Cooper, for helping us out today. Jenna, nice job on producing the show. John's in the back of the house, of course, running the video and doing all the other fun stuff back there, making it all possible for you to hear the good news on business. This is Glenn Delake and your host. Keep in touch. We'd love to hear from you and help you with your business in any way we can. And most importantly, point you in God's direction because God loves you and he wants you to You've prosper. Been listening to the good news on business, a tandem radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM radio network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week and remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.